This is News Talk. So the big news on the front of the Irish Times, if you're the parent of a child who goes to a DESH school, is that all DESH pupils are going to get free hot meals from September. This is going to be a big announcement made by the Social Protection Minister, Heather Humphreys, later today, that every child in a DESH primary school will get a free hot meal from September. And the Minister apparently is also going to pledge to strongly support a target of a free hot school meal for every child, regardless of what type of school they go to by 2030. 30. Uh, plans will begin expanding hot meals to non-DESH primary schools from 2024 and then to increase rates paid to catering companies providing meals. And that's very important because the this will be the first time that the companies who cater for the hot meals uh, will have had an increase in the rates being paid. And why that's important is that we've highlighted before here on News Talk that some providers are pulling out because they say the money isn't enough. Uh, in some cases, you get about €1.50 or €2 Euro to provide a meal for a child. So it's hard to get the caterers in. Uh, DESH schools, which are mainly in poorer areas, support children at risk of or who are experiencing educational disadvantage, they give them a free hot meal. So they're going to increase the rate that the people who provide the hot meals will get and all DASH pupils in primary and secondary school will get a free hot meal from September. That's the front of the Irish Times. The front of the Irish Examiner looks again at the Women of Honour report and it says that the Chief of Staff of the Defence Forces has said he was completely unaware of abuse and sexual assaults against members. Uh, Now, this is someone who has a 40-year career in the Defence Forces who says he wasn't aware of any abuse going on. Lieutenant General Sean Clancy said it has only been through talking to serving members in the last 12 months as Chief of Staff that he's become aware of the bullying and sexual assault allegations or certainly the extent of them. That's the front of the examiner. It's also the front of the Irish Independent uh, which says that the Defence Forces Chief of Staff and his predecessors repeatedly assured the government that robust measures were in place to deal with crime, including rape and sexual assault in the military and to support victims. That's all according to a secret cabinet memo. The revelation of the assurances from Lieutenant Lieutenant General Sean Clancy and former military chiefs comes despite a damning report which concluded that the Defence Forces is not a safe working environment and barely tolerates women. And now, Lieutenant General Clancy is facing calls, according to the Irish Independent, from opposition TDs to resign in the wake of the report's publication. But uh, Michal Martin doesn't want him to resign, nor does other coalition leaders. The other big story in the front of the Irish Independent is about the backlog with getting your NCT. The number of vehicles without a valid NCT cert rose by 50,000 in just a few weeks, while the operator of the NCT promised to cut backlogs and wait times. So there were 425,004 vehicles with a due date for the test that was in the past last week, the highest level in recent years. My NCT is up in April. The uh, closest date I can get is September. So driving around with a car with no valid NCD, NCT, but what he's supposed to do, there's half a million vehicles on the road also overdue their test. The Irish Daily Mail, a disgraceful day in the Dáil, is the front page. Chaotic and fractious scenes in Dáil Éireann yesterday were branded a disgrace by Count Corla, Sean O'Farrell. The government survived a confidence motion to stave off 
a general election. Disgraceful is one way of describing it. I would describe it as unedifying. I think no one covered themselves in glory yesterday in the Dáil watching the nine o'clock news last night. Bit of an embarrassment. You know, these are the people, regardless of who you voted for, they're all the people that we voted to represent us in Leinster House. Uh, and that sort of constant jeering that you used to see across the water in the UK, it's kind of crept in here. It was in the House of Commons with all this jeering and shouting across the dull floor. Uh, quite unedifying. They were shouting, jeering, heckling, interrupting each other. This is at nine o'clock in the morning as well. But anyway, a bit embarrassing. And that's the front of the Irish Daily Mail. The front of the Irish Daily Star, Savage, is the headline. A nephew of Jerry the Monk Hutch has been jailed for 10 years over two violent attacks in the space of 48 hours. And the Irish son, Tara Lily. Tara Paul. They have a photograph of Paul O'Grady and also a photograph of Lily Savage uh, after the news that beloved entertainer Paul O'Grady died at the age of 67 and of course there was a huge outpouring of grief from fans, celebrities and even royalty. Queen Camilla yesterday led tributes to Paul O'Grady saying she was deeply saddened at his death. Uh, Paul's husband saying, I know he would want me to thank you for all the love you've shown him over the years. So many stories emerging on social media about Paul O'Grady. You do sort of think it'd be lovely if people shared nice stories about people they like while they're still alive because Paul O'Grady probably wasn't aware of just how much people loved him. But there's lovely stories on social media. I actually thought the nicest story of them all was uh, some producer in Channel 4 who worked on Paul O'Grady's chat show. I don't know if you remember, he had an afternoon chat show on Channel 4. But anyway, this producer was saying that when he worked with Paul O'Grady on the chat show, whenever a job came up, Paul O'Grady insisted that the job be advertised in the local job centre so that unemployed people would get first dibs on working on his chat show because he wanted people to get the same break in life that he got coming from a working class background, which I thought was a a nice tribute to Paul O'Grady. Now, um, in Ireland, people are doing very well and flying around in private jets, it will seem. This is according to the Irish Times. The number of private jet flights in Europe increased by 64% last year and a similar pattern occurred in Ireland. 6,671 private jet Jet flights were recorded from Irish airports last year. That's up 159% on 2021. So there's two stories here. One, clearly some people doing very well if they can afford a private jet or even afford to rent one. The second story, though, is the amount of uh, emissions that private jets create. So of those 6,600 private jets being used in Ireland, they caused nearly 68,000 tonnes of carbon emissions. On average, private jet flights from Ireland emitted 10.2 tonnes of CO2 per flight. That's the same as driving a petrol car for 40,000 kilometres. Isn't that extraordinary? One flight creates the same amount of emissions as a car uh, driving probably for two years 
on the roads. That's in the Irish Times. If you're a fan of Katie Taylor and you want to go to her big fight, the Irish Independent says the tickets are going to go on sale next Wednesday. The cheapest ticket will be €80. Euro. Uh, other prices will be €100, Euro, €140, €250, €500 and €750. Euro. And if you'd like a VIP seat for the fight, that'll cost you €1,500. Euro. And it's expected 9,000 tickets will be on sale for the fight, which will be at the Three Arena in Dublin. Uh, now, a couple of other stories for you. One is in... The Sun, which tells us that people could reach the age of 140 before the century is over. Some people who were born in the 1950s are on course to keep going on until the age of 140. The big question here is, would you really want to live to 140? It would depend on your health, obviously, but do you want to be sort of 140 uh, and miserable and not well? Uh, But this is all down to better public health and a safer world, which could also help see the record broken often in the decades ahead. Experts say that living past 120 may soon become the norm and uh, the limit of our lifespan is still some is still quite far away so people born in the 50s could live until 140 years of age interesting one in the times of london if you're a fan of bread i think irish people probably love uh, the old slice pan well a slice of bread is saltier than a packet of ready salted crisps this is just now one slice of bread not the entire loaf researchers from action on salt looked at 242 sliced breads three quarters of sliced breads Uh, One slice each contained as much salt in each slice as a 25-gram packet of ready-salted crisps. So that's something to consider when you're having your toast this morning. And finally, there's a warning in the mirror about April Fool's Day, one of the worst days of the year. I absolutely hate it, but it's on this Saturday. And the warning in the mirror is from a top law firm, which is warning how workplace pranks can cause bother for bosses if they go wrong. Employment experts Peninsula Ireland uh, say that there have been a number of cases in which April Fool's pranks have gone wrong. In one case which involved a hairdresser, uh, this was a hairdresser who had a phobia of strawberries and the co-workers thought it would be gas then to put punnets of strawberries in her locker and in the toilet. The employee suffered a panic attack and had to go off on long-term sick claiming stress and harassment. In another case, bizarrely, a childcare worker at a childcare facility thought it would be humorous to wear a scream mask to frighten some of the children, but the children became extremely distressed to the point where their parents had to be called in to comfort them. So Peninsula Ireland is saying this Saturday for April Fool's Day, you can have fun, uh, but also be kind. And remember, if you're an employer, that your professional responsibility there is there for both the employees and your customers from a HR and a health and safety perspective. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.